0: I'm gonna be jacked because we're talking about decluttering.
1: You love decluttering. You love um, the men's whatever game. the
0: opposite is of a hoarder.
1: <laughs> you are the opposite of a hoarder. Is that a thing? Yes, it's you. Hi, and welcome to the Improvement Project, a podcast about being a better human through good habits, challenging yourself, learning from a wide range of experts, and celebrating all of the little wins along the way. I'm Dr. Peggy Malone, a healthcare provider and human being trying my best to be better and encouraging others to do the same. I'm in London, Ontario, Canada, and with me is my Disciplined Accountability Partner Jenny.
0: That's me, Jenny Kous, a marketing professional from St. Thomas, Ontario. I'm a small town gal and a big believer in the power of habits. We know from research and from our year of monthly habit challenges how our daily choices impact and ultimately create our lives. So we're getting intentional about our habits and we hope to inspire you to become more disciplined, more consistent, happier, healthier, more productive, and overall, your own best self.
1: On today's episode, we are undertaking another round of the men's game. Yay! Well, what's the men's game, you ask? Keep listening to find out more. In Leiki, I'm into a spy TV show and Jenny is into a stand-up comedy special that will have you feeling more relaxed. Jenny's win is a bedtime habit that is helping her unplug and my learn is related to the slippery slope of missing a habit and how it can affect other good habits too. So it's springtime and that means it's time for us to talk about spring cleaning, decluttering and clearing out all the old energy of winter to make way for the new awesome energy of spring. And that means it's time for the men's game. So this is a game that we have played before you may remember if you, if you don't recall, go back to episode 37. That's when we first started talking about it. And you can find some blog posts on uh, my website about it as well that I'll link to in the show notes. So here's what the game men's game is. Uh, And before I get into it, this is a game that Jenny has been excited for all year. It's more exciting than her birthday. It's more exciting than Christmas. (laughs) It's men's game time.
0: Let's get ready to declutter.
1: (laughs) It was created by two gentlemen, Joshua Fields Milburn and Ryan Nicodemus, and they are the minimalist. And here's how it goes.
0: Okay. On the first day, you get rid of one thing. On the second day, you get rid of two things. And so on until you reach the end of the month. So in this case, March 31st, when you get rid of 31 things. So each day, take a photo of your items if you want and you can share them on the socials to show your progress you can challenge a friend and play along with us with the goal of making it to day 31 if you make it to day 31 you will have removed 496 pieces of clutter from your home so you can don't yeah you can donate you can give away you can recycle you can trash the items they just have to be removed from your space So obviously we recommend the first three ways of getting rid of things if you can swing it. But sometimes, let's be honest, things just need to be thrown away. And if you are doing it on the socials, do the hashtag men's game and of course, hashtag the improvement project.
1: That's right. All right, so what's the benefit? According to us, uh, we can both attest to what a great challenge this game is and that it definitely gives your spaces some breathing room and helps you get clear on what you need and what you don't need in your space. If you know that you need to get some things out of your world, this is a great motivator to start digging into the back of closets or under your bed. Our online pretend best friend Gretchen Rubin wrote a book that we read and talked about last year while we were playing the men's game. It's called Outer Order Intercom and that sums up the benefit of this game for me. When my space is tidy, organized, and doesn't have too much extraneous stuff in it, I feel calmer. When I feel calmer, I can focus and be more productive. And I just overall feel like I can breathe better. So anything to add to that, Jenny? couple things. Okay. So you mentioned Outer Order Intercom yeah. by
0: Gretchen Rubin. And I can't waste an opportunity to say, I have a signed copy of that book.
1: Is there a <laughs> dorkier
0: thing to say?
1: Um, I love that you have a signed copy of it.
0: And if anybody listening wants to borrow it, reach out. You can totally borrow the book and read it. It's very cool. Um, But yeah, I just had to say that just because we got to meet Gretchen and she signed my book and that
1: was very cool. And she was great and lovely. She really was. And gracious to sign your book. Very
0: much so. Very much so. Okay. So this for me is my third, I think it's at least my third time through the men's game.
1: I think you've done it at least one more time than me. And this is my third go.
0: Yeah. Yikes. Okay. This is, it's getting interesting for me because the last two times I have thought to myself, I don't think I can do this. Like I feel like I have decluttered and here I go doing it again. And like, I look around and I feel like things are pretty simple and then I start going through things and it is shocking how quickly I am finding things like I, like I said, don't consider myself a hoardy person. I am finding a lot peg.
1: Amazing. It, Are you going to make it, it is, to 31 again? I, I think I might.
0: Okay. I don't well, That's know, great. There's, there's a couple areas in the house and it's, it's very interesting. And I would encourage people if you've already done it and you're thinking, oh, I've done that before. Try it again because it, I've heard somebody describe it as an onion before. Oh. where you kind of start going through different layers of things. Um but I'm I'm shocked with how easy it actually has been this time and how much more it's I'm questioning things that I haven't let go of before. Um and I I think too the really fascinating thing is that I'm not buying things as I'm doing this because as I'm getting rid of things and you're letting go of things that you bought that obviously at the time you felt were important and then you're getting rid of them. It makes you not want to bring new things in and you imagine yourself letting go of these things that you're buying and it makes you not want to buy them. Yeah. So it's a cool way because it kind of does two things. It gets rid of clutter in your house, but it really helps you stop the inflow of things as well.
1: It just changes Um, your, the way that you think about your stuff all the way around.
0: A hundred percent. I completely. And I, yeah, like even going through, I have that like chest of drawers in my office here. Oh my gosh. I can't believe how much was in there even.
1: So just I have a quick question about sleep. this because yeah. I, I know you love the men's game so much. And I, I know just what you've said makes sense. And I think all of that is beautiful. Are you going to get to a point when we get to day like 27, 28, where you're going to be like, yeah, I don't really need this, but you actually might need it. Like, are you going to start talking yourself out of things that you actually need and have value in your life?
0: If you, I would say I have, because I listen to a lot of people talk about these, the process of becoming minimalist and all this, and it is incredibly common to let go of something that you will later need. Okay. We, everybody does it where you have like uh, in the moment, like you get you can get on a bit of a high from getting rid of things and you feel inspired and you think you're not going to need something. And then you later on maybe have some men's regret, we'll call it.
1: Okay.
0: Um, that said there is nothing that I can think of. So nothing stands out to me like, Oh, I should not have gotten rid of that. Like there's nothing I can really think of. Okay. That I've gotten rid of. Um, Josh and Ryan have a rule though that if you're debating something and you think if you think it's something like, Oh, well, what if I need that? And that's your reason why it's not something you want, but you have that like, what if feeling Mm -hmm. they have, they call it the 2020
1: rule. Have you heard of this? Yeah, I think so. Tell us what it is, Jenny.
0: If you could replace it in under 20 minutes for under $20, you should get rid of it. Then you should let go of it. And I, if, you're listening to this and you're thinking, I'm not just going to get rid of valuable things. I totally get it. This is not a like making you get rid of stuff that you use, you love, you find beautiful. It's not about that. That is about things that are, you're not using, you have no use for it's a just for when they call it or just in case. Right. But you know, like, you know, you're not going to use something, but if you're, if you're needing a reason to let go, it, it's a good little mantra that I say in your head.
1: Amazing. Good. But
0: that's just my, my thoughts on it, but I'm finding it very interesting to go through everything again. And it's really helping me let go of some kind of funny things. Like I'm going to tell you one, this okay. is a weird one. I had a pen. Okay. That has not worked for three years. What? Yes. And it is a pen that I have had for 13 years because I got it. Well, wait, 12 years, 12 years. I got it at the hotel that we stayed at when we got married in Las Vegas. It Uh, was from the Flamingo Hotel. And I had kept it even though it was dead. And even though the word Flamingo had rubbed off the side.
1: Oh my goodness. And you're not normally somebody who's sentimental about things like that. No,
0: I'm not. So it
1: just goes to show we all can get like that about things. All right.
0: Yeah. So I've I've come across some things that I was even surprised I've held on to for odd sentimental reasons.
1: Okay. Well, that's cool. It's good to know that even you have these habits occasionally, Jenny.
0: Yeah. And I'm usually, I will say, pretty ruthless.
1: Yeah. I would say that's true. Yeah. I've been. Well, I first heard about the men's game through you, and then got started on it at by being inspired by you. So I'll explain for our listeners what our experience over here at my house has been like. So the first year when John and I did this, we went big. We were just getting started. As I said, I was inspired by Jenny. We did one thing each day for each of us. So not just one and then two and then three, it was two and then four and whatever. So instead of getting to 496, we got up to 992 things that we got rid of in... in uh, the 31 days. So that was pretty exciting. And it felt yeah. awesome. It was like you said, it kind of felt like you got on a bit of a high cause you're like, Oh, I can do this. This is fun. And it it really got the ball rolling in terms of taking a look at your stuff, realizing what's valuable, what you're using, what you've just been hanging on to, or what's been in a box you've never looked at it 10 in 10 years. Yeah. Isn't so, that
0: the shocking part?
1: Yeah. So then last year, It wasn't as easy because we were a bit more organized and we had gotten rid of 992 things the year before, but we still successfully made it to day 31 and eliminated 496 things. So this year, when we are on the verge of a huge renovation or remodel of our house, you'd think it would be super easy to play this game, but I'm in a place where the overwhelm of all of it has got me a bit stuck. So I've decided not to put the pressure of the specific rules of the game on myself this year. And I'm just going to remain focused on the outcome, which is to remove the things that don't bring value to our lives. So a few mm-hmm. weeks ago, before the men's game officially started on March 1st, I took a few hundred things to the thrift store and I still felt a lovely feeling of things going out, even though they weren't documented in the game.
0: Oh, that would drive me. <laughs> I've done a couple run like off, we'll call it off season of men's game. <laughs> Where I take a bunch of things and I'm like, dang, this could be excellent for the men's game because I keep a box in our office closet that's a men's box Yep. that whenever, and you know what this is actually, this is like a hot tip right here. So I keep a box and we we call it the men's box or the bye-bye box and it's in the bottom of our closet and I throw things in it that I'm getting rid of and it's kind of like things can come back from it. Okay. But it's like the holding spot for like, I'm thinking about getting rid of this and you put it in there. So it's like, it's gone, but then it has its final exit. There's a couple things in there right now that are kind of like on the fence.
1: Okay. I like how you call it the bye-bye box. That's my favorite part of that story.
0: The bye-bye box.
1: The bye-bye box.
0: Just because sometimes you're not certain, but it's good.
1: Um, what I do want to say about the game is that obviously I'm not playing it in the same way, but because Jenny is, we want to encourage you to follow along. So she, if you go to Jake House, uh, at Jake House on Twitter, uh, she's got great photos up every day showing her progress. Uh, and then she, of course, is following the specific rules of the game. And because Jenny is a bit artistic in the way that she does things, they look really beautiful. She's got like her little like Min's board set up. I think it's great. I've been giving well. them a little heart every time I see them on the Twitter.
0: Do you want to hear a little funny story about why I'm using that little board?
1: Um, sure, I'll hear the funny story.
0: Because <laughs> it's a lot easier before I was like putting a title on each picture. Yeah. And it's just easier than having to like doctor up the photo. That's great. Yeah, it works well. And Wouldn't it be funny too. if on day 31, I got rid of the letter board? <laughs> yeah, it would be. And then There's just Ultimate. random 31 things and
1: it's not labeled.
0: Yes. Um, I have something funny for day 31.
1: Okay. I'm looking forward to day 31.
0: It's a bit of a pun.
1: Okay. Oh, you've been thinking about it all year, I bet.
0: No, I just came across something that there was a lot of. I was like, well, this would be a funny thing to close out with. So watch for that.
1: (laughs) All right. Watch for that. Check Jenny's uh, Twitter account out and uh, let us know if you're playing the men's game. We want to know. Obviously, we like getting rid of stuff. And it's not that necessarily that we like getting rid of stuff. We like the idea of having having a calmer space. So getting rid of stuff is often in 2020 in North American culture, the way to create some of that calm is to say goodbye to some of your stuff. So let's get going with the men's game.
0: And do you know what I love about it? What? I love the expression I heard that it was like, it puts things into circulation because you don't know who out there is looking for something like that and can use it. So rather than it being parked in your home and not being used to its full potential, you're releasing it back into the world so that someone can have it who will love it. Fantastic. I think that that's a great, I get very excited. I'm like, oh, this is great. I can let this go and let it become someone else's favorite thing.
1: Love it. Love it. Mm-hmm. All right, now it's time for a segment we call Ooh, Me You."
0: Peggy and I like talking to each other about podcasts we've been listening to, books we've been reading, and random internet hilarity we found. And we feel like maybe you'll find it fun too.
1: So each week, each of us will share something that we are loving, that we find useful or practical, or just something that is pure frivolity and fun. And you might have been missing this segment because for the last few weeks, we've had a guest and we haven't done this segment So uh, let's jump right back into it. This week, I'm into a show on Amazon Prime, and it's called Treadstone. The reason I love this show is that I am a gigantic fan of all of the Jason Bourne movies. And Treadstone, if you are also a fan of these movies, you'll know, is the program that Jason Bourne went through when he was becoming the super spy assassin guy he ended up being. (laughs) Okay. So Treadstone is a TV show that sort of has sort of taken the jumping off point of the Jason Bourne movies. And then it's now made into one of these streaming shows on Amazon. And it's actually quite good. Interesting. I have not heard of that. So if Jason Bourne is your jam, give it a try.
0: Interesting. Very, very Cool. I All right. What do you got this week, girl? Well, I pretty much, if you ask me about a stand up comedy special, I've seen it. Right. I've got a bit of a thing with stand up comedy, and I know this. It's an issue I'm dealing with. Um, but the one I've seen recently that I have been telling everybody about who will listen is Tom Papa, and it's called You're Doing Great. So Jeff and I, and it's on Netflix. I should say as well, because now we live in this age where we have to say, and what service we watched it on. That's right. Yeah. We have all these different ways to consume things. Um, So this is, have you heard of Tom Papa before? No, I haven't. Okay. So in this, he talks about a wide variety of things. So um, it says in the description, body image issues, social media, pets, Staten Island, the old days and more. And it, we watched it on a, I think it was on a Friday night and we both were kind of burnt out from the week and just tired. And it has the best message and it will leave you feeling so good. And it really is like the whole thing's like, you're doing great. It's fine. Like relax. It made me feel so good to watch this. So I really recommend that you do check it out because he's just got a really kind of easy style. But anyway, Tom Papa, you're doing great. If you're looking for something that will just make you feel good, watch this.
1: Okay, good recommendation. All right, now it's time for You Win or You Learn. Each week, Jenny and I will trade off during this segment to let you know where we did something right and there was cause to celebrate or where something perhaps went off the rails and allowed for a learning opportunity.
0: These can be related to our journey as we take on new habits, or they may just be celebrations and bumps in the road in our everyday lives. So I'm up for the win this week and I, this is going to sound easy, but this for me feels really, really good. I have a bad habit of sleeping with my phone beside me and I don't know, I haven't been keeping track, but I've not been sleeping with my phone near my bed. I've been leaving it out in like at the front door of the house or on the island in the kitchen and not bringing it into bed with me. And it has been excellent feels really good. Um, you might remember that my word for this year is unplug. So I'm trying to and I mean it really literally in terms of technology, because I I love me my smartphone. Um, so this is one of the ways I'm trying to do it. It's been really helpful because in the morning I would tend to wake up and check my phone if it's right beside my bed. And then I don't get out of bed very fast because I get sucked in to all of the stuff I like to look at on Instagram of people building things and using power tools and then I'm stuck <laughs> learning about the white the right way to attach certain types of wood or something weird. So um, that has been great. I'm really, really, really enjoying that. Um, are you still doing that?
1: Well, just like give it a beat when I tell you about my learn. So do you have oh, anything else God. to add on your win?
0: Well- I did also, I should say, recently receive a very generous gift of some wireless headphones. And those have been a bit of a game changer for me, actually, in terms of um, being able to listen to books or podcasts, even just music without having my phone near me all the time, which has been really nice. Or I don't know know if you've ever had your phone on uh, connected to your headphones and it catches on something. Yeah, yeah. And it, it hurts. Um, so it's been really helpful at work to block out background noise and really improve focus as being able to move around and have your headphones in. It's been very helpful, except sometimes people don't see that you have them on.
1: Oh, and then they start talking to you. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So it it can be a bit awkward, but so yeah, that's me trying to unplug.
1: Okay. So it's interesting. And I, I don't think it's a coincidence that our wins and learns are sometimes related in the opposite way, but, um, since the beginning of the year, I've been struggling with a cold and then I was okay. And then I had another cold. And so that sickness sort of like put me in a place where my routine was suffering because I decided Uh to sleep in to try and kick this sickness. And then I didn't do my exercise and I didn't get up and do my Spanish and I didn't do my journaling. And then at night I would, because I knew I was going to sleep in, I would have Oh, I didn't lose the streak though. I still okay. did it. I just didn't do it in the Could morning. Jenny, yeah. Out? Jenny was making a phase like what? No, I still did the Spanish. I just didn't do it as part of the routine in the morning. Oh, so I God. still have my streak. I'm up to like 375 days now. So,
0: <gasps> so we
1: haven't, we haven't lost the streak, but, right. um, what it did do is just put me off routines altogether. And then because at bedtime, I knew I wasn't getting up in the morning cause I was going to let myself sleep in. I would bring my phone into the room and I would start the scroll and it's oh. like, This like intense, I can't stop like dopamine hit of like, let's just keep grabbing the phone and it's beside my bed and it's the constant scroll. So it's been probably two, three weeks of me in this rut. And then I know that it's the big piece about it is I need to number one, put the phone in the kitchen and number 2 go back to getting up early and doing that routine that sort of starts you off for the day which for me includes doing my spanish doing my journaling uh doing my exercise so um it really is a learn that when one slips oftentimes a lot of them are paired with it or connected to them and that slippery slope can create you know a loss of a ton of your good habits and that's where i'm at so the learn is And I say this often to my patients who say things like, oh, I should have come sooner or I shouldn't have done that or I should be this. I say, don't should on yourself. (laughs) Start where you are and get back after it. So I'm giving myself that advice and I'm taking that advice. So I worked out today and the phone will be in the kitchen tonight and I will read my book book before bed, which is a good way for me to have something still to like keep myself occupied without having the scroll.
0: Yeah, good plan. I like it.
1: So I'm sure everybody can relate to that or maybe not quite Ugh. as off the rails as I went, but it re- I'm really off the rails. So I'm stating it here to get myself back on track.
0: And I think truly we can't, we can do our best with our phones, but we really can't beat ourselves up too badly about it. These things are built to be addictive. I know. We yeah. are fighting the good fight here. Yeah.
1: So yes, I'm fighting the good fight. I'm I'm asking for accountability and I'm just putting it out there because even just saying it out loud and saying it so I know that our listeners will be listening. I'm like, okay, tonight back in the kitchen. She goes. Yeah, absolutely. All right.
0: We got this. We
1: got it. All right, and that's it for this episode of The Improvement Project. Let us know if you are playing along with the MINS game and show us some pictures of what you are removing from your life. Use the hashtag MINS game and hashtag The Improvement Project when you put them up on the socials. For questions or comments, send us an email to the improvement Project at drpeggymalone.com and you can also catch us, us on the socials. Jenny is on Twitter. Go check her out, out her MINS game. She's at Jake House and I'm on Instagram at drpeggymalone. You can always get our attention by using the hashtag The Improvement Project. You'll find all of the resources and links that we mentioned during today's show in the show notes at drpeggymalone.com forward slash podcast.
0: The other thing you might want to check out on my Twitter account is I like to post and rate my parallel parks. So (laughs) if you're not interested in Minsk game, but you do love a good parallel park, go check it out. (laughs) if you like the show as much as you like parallel parking and we sure hope that you maybe like it more than parallel parking not a lot of people love it do they
1: no not parallel parking i
0: love parallel parking but anyway so we really hope you love the show and please be sure to tell a friend and share it with them because it's the most common way that new listeners find our show and if you haven't already hit the subscribe button wherever you get your podcast so that you never miss an episode And we have a Facebook group. So search for the improvement project on Facebook to join in on the conversation. Now go get to work on improving the most important project that you have. That's you.
1: Thanks for listening until next time. Stay focused and get after it.
0: How are your parallel parking skills?
1: Okay. Like based on what I see on your Twitter account, And you give yourself a good mark. I give myself like a solid five or six out of 10 for most of my parallel parks. Keep in mind, I drive a Suburban.
0: Yeah. Can I parallel park that sometime?
1: Sure. I think you'd be great at it.